0: is one of the women who also is involved with Widow's Purse and so Amy do you want to tell us a little bit about how you got involved?
1: Yeah so I met Sana some while ago and and found out that she was a widow and about a year later my and so it was almost like god planted her in my life for that year for a purpose and our husbands died about the same age that they were and that we Sana and i was and they died of the same things they both died of a heart attack it was just like god planted her in my life for a reason and that just birthed Widows' Purse, but how Widows' Purse is, has benefited me and has helped me is it's just given me a community of ladies that understand my story. And most of us are younger. You don't. We don't look like a picture. Like what you think of a widow, if, right? We don't right. <laughs> Widows, and it actually took me months to really grasp that concept. I would look at myself like in the mirror. I I just couldn't believe it for many reasons. I couldn't believe my husband was gone. I couldn't believe that my age and this will be my story. But it has just given me a community of ladies that understand what I'm going through, maybe before I even know what I'm going through. And Sana, personally, has really helped me on many levels, how to deal with my children, and do this, and coping, healthy coping mechanisms We've had financial advisor come, financial strategies that I'm still using him now, and that was like a year ago,
0: and it's really benefited me in many ways. So what would you say if if a woman's listening to this and thinking, oh, I don't, I'm not too sure about it. Maybe it's too soon for me, or maybe it's, maybe it's somebody that it's been several years, you know, she's hearing this, or maybe it's somebody who's thinking of a friend of theirs who thinks, oh, maybe this would be something for her. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Each stage is different. I was ready right away to just, dive into my healing I was just like I cannot be stuck I cannot be stuck I cannot be stuck and so I right away I dove into a community of ladies that could help me but some ladies aren't ready for that some ladies want to be secluded but you can't escape grief you can't escape it no matter how much you hide from it no matter how much you run from it or try not to talk about it you can't run from it and the sooner you cope with it the sooner you talk about it the sooner deal with all your feelings the sooner you'll be able to move forward and move on and so I would say to women that maybe hesitant or maybe wanting to join that come on and see what it's about like it's a safe space it's ladies who've been what you've been through and it's been very therapeutic there's i think one of the ladies started coming after two after her husband passed and she talked about how helpful it was for her to just come and just to receive the love and be able to listen to and just to cry all of that so
0: come and check it out Wonderful. Thank you. It's got to be a hard thing for for some women. It's probably a hard thing for all women, depending on personality types and stuff. It's yeah. a little more difficult to reach out to people that you don't know and it, it does seem to be a very self, a very safe and welcoming yeah. environment, and just a lot of different personalities and temperaments, just like in in the regular yeah. in the regular world. Now, I'm a person that's, help me. I'm <laughs> the, help me. I was out
1: there help I just I want all the resources. So right away, I joined Widows' Purse. I did a four month grief share <laughs> group, and so like right away, I just started finding my community. My mother. She was a trained hospice facilitator for 15 years. And so all of my life, I had heard about the grief process Mm -hmm. and things like that. And so I've been trying to utilize the tools, but doing it alone, it just doesn't work as well as Mm -hmm. doing it with other people that have gone through what you've been through and then understand and that will listen and that can give you skills to work through anger and the frustration and the loneliness and all the stuff that comes with losing a spouse. So
0: well those are those are great points. And so I do have I do have one more quick question for you. And maybe it's not quick, but so Let's say at some point we're all going to know somebody who has lost a spouse. Yeah, are there are there things that are more helpful to say than others, or things to do that are more helpful, or conversely, not helpful at all? Or are there things that you think, oh, why did she say that to me? Yeah,
1: and it all it it all depends on your offensive level. I'm not easily offended, so. When people come to me, I graciously accept what they say, even if it may not sound too good, (laughs) but I would say that stay away from comparing your loss to theirs. Oh, I lost my grandma or I lost such and such. Everybody's loss is different. And so I would stay away of comparing your loss to other people's loss. It's okay to to say, hey, I've lost loved ones too, and I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. But it's not, do not compare yourself. You'll be all right. saying You'll be okay.
0: Right. No, I won't. So right. Think, right? No, I'm not okay. <laughs>
1: or just be very cautious and very, don't be quick. To just think of the first thing you can say. The best thing you can do is just be there for Mm -hmm. a person. Just to say, I'm here for you. Whatever you need. And truly mean it. And call me. Just sit there. And just be a a calming voice or a helpful or go over and clean their house. Or Mm -hmm. I know there was a, I had a good friend who could not be a good friend of my husband's that could not be there physically. But they just sent money To have my house cleaned for a couple of months. Like those things are so meaningful more than words can say. And so you don't want to be too intrusive, but just be there with a quiet, still voice and and utilize the people that are there for you. Like people really mean it. We say there's not good people in the world, but there (laughs) are. Like I... Even though my husband's death was so tragic, I saw God working in all of it. Like people came out of the woodworks. I had food for months. Money was just pouring in because supporting the kids okay. and the funeral and to get her hair done and to buy us clothes for the funeral. Just traveling expenses, just people, churches and people praying, people just sending cards in the mail. And I saw God really at work and using people to help us. And so I said, I'm going to call them. I'm (laughs) going to that they say that I for me to call them, I'm going to call them and say, hey, I need this, I need that. And a few of my husband's friends, he was like, they were like, I, they just kept calling and they're still calling. It's been about 15 or 16 months. And my girl, both of my girls are graduating one from college and one from high school. And they're like, we'll move them. We'll make sure they have everything they need for their college. We'll make sure they have everything they need for their move. My daughter's car went, stopped working. One of them was like, I'm going to fix the car. He towed it, fixed it. Uh, And I said, man, you guys like don't have to do this. And they're like, the Bible says that we are to support and love the widows. Mm -hmm. We're taking that to heart and we want to love and support and do what the Bible is asking us to do. And I'm like, wow,
0: yeah, I see
1: God at work Mm -hmm. in all of Mm -hmm. this and utilize the people that are in your life that says, hey, what do you need? What can I do for you? Because they really do want to help.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you know what? That's so encouraging to me because I have like my stepmom and I've got a couple of friends that are the type of people that if they're over at your house or there's been a big event and they're cleaning up, then they're just like jumping in and they're just doing this stuff and all that. And I'm like. I don't know where your dishes go. So how do I, when I overthink it where they're just the doers, but I seriously mean when I say things like, Hey, let me know what you need. I'm happy Mm -hmm. to do it. And I really am, but I'm not somebody that's just going to come over and start doing the dishes, especially if I don't know you. But if you say you do my dishes, yes, I'm on that. So I, I just, I love that, that you're, that you're reaching out. And especially I'm sure that, During this deep grief, when you're just trying to process that, that you're taking the, you're taking the time to do that because I think that's such a, that's such a blessing to people because people generally genuinely (laughs) people really want to be able to do something to help but they just don't know what to do and so being able to say hey come over and do this I I think that yes maybe you're getting some some needs met but they are too because we can help each other I really believe that and people are like don't be hindering my blessing girl don't say no because God's going to bless
1: me for blessing you and I've learned over the years to say okay mm-hmm. yeah I don't want to hinder your blessing mm-hmm. if you want to give me money if you want to come over if you want to take my kids out if you want to babysit if you want to sweep my porch like whatever <laughs> I'm not going to h- God's blessing upon your life mm-hmm. no by blessing by blessing me or saying no you yeah bless me and it's really I've really seen God at work and even bring a light of uh, widowship to people like widows are mentioned in the bible every and even before this happened to me i've read widow stories in the Bible. take care of the widows the widows should take care of the church as we take care like the widows might the widows coming with all she had very i've read but it re- has really brought widows to light this happening to me. And I've seen the light bulbs come on mm-hmm. even in the church. An awareness that widows are hurting in a different way. That widows need minister to in a in different way. way. That widows do exist, young and old. And it is a need. It is a need. And so I believe Widow's purse is really going to fulfill a need in the community, and it has definitely filled a void and a need in my life.
0: That's wonderful. I'm so glad, and I I appreciate the opportunity to meet you. I met you a month or two ago, maybe yes. a little more than that now. <laughs> but but thank you so much for for taking the time to to talk with me. And we want to we want to try to bring more awareness to widows first yeah. and to widows in general for. For people that maybe need to need the support of Widow's Purse or people that are able to offer support, whether that be financially or via their own expertise and being able to share some things that that are able to help you guys. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to, that you want to add or? I'm an
1: open book. So if you want to ask me questions.
0: All right. Let's see here. Let me come up with one more here. (laughs) So. The I guess what maybe has been like the biggest surprise for you in your your journey through widowhood? Because you said you're about fifteen, sixteen months in. What's been the biggest shocker to you?
1: The biggest shocker I would say I've been Pretty fearless my whole life. If it's gonna be done, I'll do it. But an overwhelming fear has come over me since he's passed of hospitals, uh, just random things. What if this? What if we, My kids get in wreck, or what if this happens? Never been a fearful person, and so the biggest shocker to me is that. I've become full of fear and I really had to work through that because the Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear. fear. So if God has not given us that, who has? So Satan has really tried to trick me with fear that I've had to fight again. Nothing is going to happen. Need to get out of this house. I can drive down the street. I can fly on a plane again. I can travel. I can do these things. I can go to the doctor and I'll be fine. My kids can go out with their friends and they'll be fine. I've really had to have had to combat the spirit of fear in my life. And so God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of joy and of a sound mind. And so I have really had to fight for the love, joy, and sound mind that God has come to give us but yeah that's that I feel like that's been the biggest it's just the underlying emotions that come along because every emotion you can imagine has just creeped up anger fear jealousy and I have jealousy by I find myself looking at women's hands, seeing if they're married, mad because they married and I'm not anymore. The disappointment, loneliness, anxiety, those are just the vast amounts of emotions that can go through you in one day. It's just shocking. And thankfully, I did have I did get some counseling. I have had a wonderful support team through the church community, through my friends and family. And I also was able to take some time off after my husband died before I had to go back to work. Um, And speaking of which I got a new job and I was so fearful of that new job that I almost didn't go the first day. I was (laughs) like, you know, I'm not going. I'm not doing (laughs) it. But you pushed through it. I pushed through it. And I got through the Uh week. And then the next weekend happened. And I was like, nope, I'm not going on (laughs) Monday. I quit. i promise. I'm not. I can't do this. And it probably took about two months of fight to push past that fear and anxiety and just all of those things. Because Damon, my husband, was my cheerleader. Uh He's like, go forth, Amy. Like, you can do this. We're together. We got... I didn't have that anymore, but God has truly helped me with that fear. Like, I don't feel that anymore. I don't feel that I've flown a couple of times. I'm thriving with my new job. I'm not so worried. I'm on the road. I'm driving like I'm doing. So fear can really cripple us. And so that has been. I would say the biggest chakra
0: that I had to fight through
1: is those emotions and that beer.
0: But I love that you recognize that. you recognized it for what it was, which was a normal thing, given the fact, especially that Damon's passing was sudden. And it is that reminder that of how little control we have and to appreciate those everyday moments because yes. we just don't know. But at the same time, that's. Yes, that can make us more appreciative, but also we can can turn into a spiral. I'm right. sure. So having having other people that you're able to turn to and, of course, being able to turn to God about those things and over again yes. and just continuing to work through that. And yes, I'm so happy that you're a fighter and yes. <laughs> that, you're, that you're, you're working through that. So, yeah, I do have a determination.
1: And like I said, it helps having a community of people. Come on. Yeah. Do your hair. Brush your teeth, Yeah. get out of bed, let's do this, mm-hmm. got you girl. Yeah. And that's what Widow's Purse can do for us is for you, for whoever's listening, like it can give you that community to help you push past some of those bitter, hurtful, just some of those shocker feelings mm-hmm. and things that you go through and to help you propel forward now it's my sister's man amy you're like going 100 miles an hour and i'm like now i was like this that overwhelming fear is not there anymore i can do these things i can so i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna try to live life to the fullest as much as i can
0: yeah beautiful thank yeah. you so much amy i appreciate your time and your your openness and willingness to, to chat with us my so pleasure thank, thank you, you. Thank you so much for hanging with us, even though I know it was a bit a bit garbled at times and a bit jumpy. But Widow's Purse is doing so many great things. And for further information, you can find their Facebook group, which is Widow's Purse. And that's W-I-D-O-W-S apostrophe purse. Or you can uh, email Sana for more information at widowspurse1 at gmail.com and that's W-I-D-O-W-S-P-U-R-S-E, the number one, at gmail.com. Thanks so much.